0: Hey, everyone, this is Denise and Brandy with Eternally Fit and we're back with um, part two of our interview with Lily Potmeyer. So uh, yeah, so we just. Yeah, go back and find that. Okay. And also just a quick reminder, if you can subscribe and share um, to help spread, spread God's word and to just help spread these inspiring stories. Um, we would be so grateful. So I guess where we ended at the last one, we were talking about how uh, Lily has a, now a 16 and 14 year old and she was just talking about her pregnancies with them. So,
1: yeah. So, um, yeah. So uh, basically I had uh, these two kiddos, um, you know, I was really, set with where I, my life had um, ended up. And um, so I decided, you know, my mom, um, she had, she was, you know, I, I said, growing up, my mom, she, th- there really wasn't a whole lot of um, religion or Christianity. I mean, I think my mom was a Christian, but I think that, you know, maybe not practicing um and um certainly not you know requiring it of me or or anything like that. So I started to notice that my mom was going to church. Uh, she was really getting involved in church. She was um and they and then my stepdad kind of followed followed her as well. And so I'm I'm watching them and and my parents um uh, my mom and stepdad, you know, they they had their own issues and I started to see them heal, um, and work through their own issues. And, you know, I started to see that and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to try it because obviously I've tried everything else and nothing else has worked. So I started going to church and, um, they had a faith based, uh, Christian based, um, 12 step program there. And so I started getting really into it, and uh, my mom was she she was doing her own twelve step program now she didn't have issues with alcohol or drugs, but for her um you know it she's she had her own other issues um, that she was dealing with and so um, she she was walking through her program and um so at one point of her program she came to me to make amends to me for um for leaving me when i was uh you know a baby and i remember her. i remember she came to me she's crying and um she says you know i just want to tell you i i i am so sorry that i left you when you were a baby i i should not have left you and i i'm so sorry if i caused you any pain um anything you know i was like Oh, mom. I don't even remember. I was like two years old. I said, I I don't even remember. I I had such an amazing, you know, time with you as a kid. It's, it's fine. You know, I, I I felt bad that she felt bad, you know, and I didn't really understand where she was coming from because I wasn't at that point in my own walk. And so, um, excuse me. So once I started to walk through my program and i got um i got to a certain place you know through my recovery i really had to dig deep and start to see you know why am i the way i am why do i make these choices um why don't i want to deal with life on life's terms um Why can't I deal with life on life's terms? What, you know, so, so the way you do that, you, you peel back those onion layers and you, you go back further and further and you go back to the beginning. And so, um, I went back to the beginning and I, I started thinking about my mom and dad getting a divorce. And I thought about, you know, I, I've had, I've had a two year old and, and I thought, I, I I just could not imagine like as a mom leaving the child, you know, she would at, at 2 years old, I know she would have been looking for me. She would have she would have wondered where's mommy and it was like one day she's there, the next day she's gone. And so I thought about that and I thought even though I don't remember it, I'm sure it had to have had some sort of impact on me. And then mo- fast forward to the times that my mom would drop me off and that depression that I experienced at a really young age. And then fast forward to when I was actively using, um, if, I, if, I, if I was ever sober and I was by myself, I felt the exact feelings that I felt as a child when my mom would drop me off. It was that loneliness, that sadness, that depression. And I never wanted to feel that. I never wanted to feel sad like that again. So for me, and I'm not saying that, I mean, by no means is my mom, the reason why I did what I did, I made my own choices, but it helps me to understand it. Um, It helps me to reconcile the past so that way I can move forward. Mm, absolutely
0: and it was all yeah it was like behind it all I'm sure was the enemy yeah. at work yeah
1: yeah absolutely I mean you know it tore my mom up and um, you know that's why she made the amends to me because for her she needed to know she needed to set it right she needed to let me know that she acknowledges that what she did was was harmful you know to me and and even though i didn't understand it i'm glad she made that amends because man it's really made our relationship so much better not and and we've always had a wonderful relationship but it's made us that much closer and it also led me down the path um of searching for for my own um resolution Um, searching for my own self and so um you know so that was a huge light bulb moment for me once I could pin down why do I do what I do you know um yeah I make the choices in the moment yeah because I want to have fun or or whatever but really it goes back to not wanting to uh, not being comfortable with being me Um, and and just setting in setting in uh, just normal life Um, I was never okay with status quo I always had to be on a scale of zero to 100 I had to be 100 Um, so um anyway um so you know I got through that things are going pretty good and um then I had you know a huge turning point in my life where I met Josh Potmeyer, my husband, my current husband um and uh so he he is um you know we met through a dating app uh hopefully he doesn't get mad at me for saying that um but um <laughs> it's out there
0: and <laughs> it worked. oh okay <laughs>
1: well, um anyway, so we met each other, and um you know i think one, i am once I was able to deal with you know that aspect of myself and kind of um uh reconcile my past and the past decisions that i made um you know i I was able to come into this relationship in a much more healthy manner and um and he he has been he has been my rock. Um, you know, did I lose you guys? So, uh, you know, Josh is uh he he's he's my yin ying and I'm his yang. You know, we we both complement each other so well, and he's really taught me how to um you know uh, advocate for myself, and he and he's. He's done it for me too. Um, and he's really made me a stronger person, I think. Um, and so, you know, he and I got together and we dated and then we got married
0: and um... wait, 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 hold (laughs) up. We got to go into this a little bit more. No, we don't just, okay. We date and get married though. No, (laughs) But I will say you were saying how Josh, um, you know, helped you, you know, be your own bad advocate, but Mm-hmm. I will tell you, like you have been such a good impact on Josh in his life. So don't <laughs> think it's just the one way. Like Aww. you have been so good for him.
1: Oh well, thank you. So, I, he's I, we really, I think, like I said, I think we just have, um, you know, he's he's made me stronger, and I think maybe you know I've helped him calm down a little.
0: <laughs> maybe we has, all know, you know he needs that. <laughs>
1: So, um, but you know, we dated for a year and a half, and um, the amazing thing is—wait, well, wait, wait!
0: Let's. How did we meet? How did this happen? I've heard the story. He's gonna be I'm, so upset with you, Brandy. That's okay. This isn't me. He, this is her. He can be upset with me. That's fine. That's fine. But I want to. Like, I, I want to hear this again.
1: So, um, yes, so we we met on a dating app and, um, you know, the the funny thing is, is both of us were kind of like not even taking it seriously, like, you know, being on a dating app. It was just really more something to do, you know, when you're, you know, not, you have nothing to do and you're like just scrolling through and, and that's pretty much it. And then we found each other. And, um, and I remember thinking when I saw his pictures, I was like, there's no way that this guy is for real because, um, you know, for me, um, he, he appeared to check off all the boxes, um, you know, initially, um, just, just by looking at him, I was like, this Mm -hmm. is definitely my guy. Um, and, uh, but then I met him in person and he was exactly who he said he was and, um, It's funny uh, when I first met him, um, what I said to him was, wow, you really are six, (laughs) four because his profile said he was six, four. And I was like, no, you know, so, um, but um, you know, we had a really good dating relationship and he was um, you know, he was, he was in it from the beginning. Um, And, you know, as, as I kind of told him my, my, story you know i mean again it, me being a single mom of two kids um that was something i was really fearful of um i thought i'd always have to settle maybe for for someone um mm-hmm. and and he it it was like he just it, it, it was like magic i mean it was just such a beautiful thing he just it was okay he didn't he just he it. I, I thought it would be something that it would be made out to be something much bigger than it was, but he was just like, it's, it's okay. You know, I, I love you. Therefore I love them, you know? And, you. um, and he accepted and it is, me.
0: It is very true. Cause when he, he was back here not too long ago visiting and it is funny just listening to him talk about a teenage daughter <laughs> and it, he rants and raves. I'm just yeah. laughing cause I'm just thinking of Josh and I'm like, this is so, Funny, but in like a good way, you yeah. know, because he cares so much for your daughter, mm-hmm. Sam. Yeah. Like he he really does. And yeah. he, to an extent of like, he, he's fearful of what, you know, obviously we all fearful of what our kids choices they make, mm-hmm. you know, he wants right. her to be going down the right path. Right. And so it just, it's just funny listening to him talk about it. Cause you know, him with kids.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, he doesn't see uh, my kids as um, anything other than our, our kids, you know, I mean, he just, you know, and it's that, that is very rare, I think, um, to find nowadays. And, um, you know, he just, he just took them on and loved them as if they're his own and, and treats them the same. So Um, I'm so blessed, um, to have been able to, to, to find him over a dating app too at that, you know, but I mean, I guess we were destined to be, it's what God wanted for us. Um, Mm -hmm. and so. Um, can I move on to us getting married? Yes, yes you're done.
0: <laughs> Go ahead. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. And about this marriage, we were supposed to have a destination wedding. Uh, yeah we, that was our vacation that I you guys know. robbed. I'm I just know, kidding. I know. Maybe maybe we'll renew
1: our vows. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. But um yeah, so we got married and um And then shortly after that, um, we, so we were in New Mexico, in Albuquerque, shortly after that, uh, and he's military, so we found out um, that we got orders to Las Vegas. Um, And so, and I do want to kind of put in the background to remember that even though I wasn't um, doing drugs anymore, and it had been many years since I had done drugs, um, I, I was still drinking. Um, and I was still drinking. Um, it, it was, even though I didn't show it to anyone, it was internally a huge battle that I would have. Um, a battle of, is this right? And is this normal how much I'm drinking? And then I would kind of quit for a little bit and then, you know, go right back to it. And so, And this happened all throughout, you know, um, you know, the kids getting a little bit older and then me meeting Josh and, you know, us getting married. And then we moved to Vegas. Now,
0: out of all places, Vegas.
1: I will say that, um, you know, when we moved to Las Vegas, it was uh, September of 2019. So we were only there a few months before. Covid, Covid nineteen happened, mm-hmm. um, and I know it was a, I know it was a difficult time for everybody. Um, and I, I, um, you know, for me, it was it was hell on earth. Honestly, I mean, um, where we were, um, we were completely shut down. I mean, even there was even a period of time where even all the casinos were shut down. Um, everyone was out of work. Where everyone is stuck at home you know we had so many restrictions and, and and it just felt like the world was caving in i'm sure it felt like that for everyone and for me as well um and how did i deal with it i i drank um and so um now i was not the type of drinker that like i think a, a lot of times people think of the um, you know alcoholic as the brand paper bagger, you know, that's, you know, homeless on the side of the street,
0: you know, mm-hmm. and
1: there, there are very, uh, different, uh, you know, alcoholism presents itself in, in different ways in everybody. Um, and so, um, and, and everyone's bottom looks different too. You know, the bottom it, as, as low as they can go before they finally decide they've had enough.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so for me, um, COVID. And then, and, and Josh actually got deployed. Um, so that was an interesting situation. So Josh got deployed. Um, and while he was gone, I think he'd been gone about a month. And while he was gone, I um, I had always had like, um, well, probably the like five years before and on, I had started having heart palpitations where my heart would be, really fast or it would be in a regular heartbeat. Um, I noticed it, you know, sometimes I would go like months and I wouldn't feel it at all. Sometimes I would have it a lot. Usually I would go to the emergency room if I felt it uh, pretty bad and then they would do an EKG. Um, Every time that I had ever gone, they they would just say, you know, you're just having heart palpitations, you're gonna you're okay. They would give me fluids or something like that, and then they would they would send me home. I I was never on medication or anything. And so um he's deployed and I um was having these heart palpitations and so I I I asked one of my friends to watch the kids for me and they were like, I don't know, ten uh ten and twelve I'm 13 years old at that time mm-hmm. and so they they're over there and I said I'm just going to you know this is what I do I have to go and get it checked out just make sure everything looks okay and and it really is a scary thing when you have heart palpitations because you know you only have one heart <laughs> so if right. that one fails you're done and so you know um and and so I I feel it I get lightheaded and then I get anxious and the anxiety makes it worse mm-hmm. and so um So I went to the emergency room and uh, I'm sitting there and the the doctor comes out in the waiting room. Now, remember, this is during COVID. And so the the waiting room is packed full of people with COVID symptoms. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they were really trying not to um, hospitalize anybody um, unless they absolutely had to be because of the risk of getting COVID in the hospital. And so... um, the doctor comes out and uh, to get me out of the waiting room and he's like, I need you to come back here with me. And so I come, I go to the back and he says, um, we're going to, we're going to admit you. Um, we believe that you have had a heart attack. And, um, and so he said, uh, we want to uh, do some more tests. Um, we don't know if it's something that you've had recently or if it's something that you've had in the past. Um, but you know we just we want to admit you and just double check and make sure that you know you're okay and so of course I'm freaking out because my two right. kids are at my friend's house and you know my husband's deployed I've got my dogs at home like what am I going to do and uh now they're telling me I've had a heart attack and so um so they admitted me and um you know it all worked out my friends were amazing they they uh they got together and they figured it out for me so i didn't have to worry about it and um they ended up uh it, it still kind of is a mystery today we really don't I, we know for sure that i did not have a heart attack that day but it's still a mystery as to whether i've ever had a heart attack it it, it looks um like, I, I guess some, some of my tests look like I have some scarring in my heart, which is an indication of having had a heart attack. But then I've okay. also had a, a cardiologist tell me that um, it could also be like an abnormal abnormality of, you know, tissue or, or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I take blood pressure medicine and I'm good. But of course, um, Josh had to come home um, from and, – and he i I told him I didn't want him to come, but he he insisted on coming coming home and um and so uh, and if you guys know my husband he is a he's a warrior um uh, he loves his job and he loves this country and so I knew that that was um a really i felt like that would have been he would have been torn although he wasn't he was like no it's my wife i'm going you know but i i felt i i was like i was torn i guess um because i didn't want him to leave his team and his guys out there but he came home for me
0: um and that shows a lot you know yeah, like you were saying absolutely. you know he, he picks you yeah he picks you every time absolutely. but then you are torn because you don't i mean you want him to pick you but at the same time you want him to not choose something that he needs to be where he's at. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, so he came home and um, I think probably, I mean, I had a heart monitor on and, you know, I'm going to all these appointments and everything. And, um, you know, a couple, uh, when we were in Vegas, I think that's when Josh, and he'd have to tell you for sure, but I believe that's when he really started to see the drinking, you know, maybe before it was like okay, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there, but it was like a nightly thing. You know, I was going to the store to get alcohol um, every day, a, a bottle of wine every day, and uh, and that's just the alcohol that he saw me drinking. <laughs> okay. There, you know, there were there there was other mm-hmm. other I was drinking also, you know, without him seeing it. Um. But anyway, you know, I just went through this full ordeal um, and, you know, just a couple days after I get home, I started drinking it again. Um, And so, you know, it's just. Do you think that was to kind of mask what you had been through um, or just out of habit? I think it's, um, it's, it was a combination. It's not wanting to deal with life as a sober person because Mm I never, you know, when I started drinking at I think it was 16 years old, um and then moved on to drugs. Um my ability to to mature as a sober person ended. Um because I I no longer knew how to function as a sober person. It was I had to be I had to be under the influence of something in order to manage. And so I you know, um, I didn't know how to deal with life. And I think it was also um you know i had i tricked myself into thinking that um i i I just needed to relax, I had a really long day, you know, but then that turned into um well, I had a great day, let's celebrate, you know, or yeah. <laughs> um you know i every i found a reason to drink every day, you know, and it was mm-hmm. It was, um, and then, you know, of course, it was just the routine. It was um, not wanting to deal with life. Um, And then um, I think I was afraid. I was afraid of what life looked like without it. So, um, you know, that, and I remember, I think that was one of the first times that Josh said to me, you know you think you might have a problem you know and and my response was a very alcoholic response and it was like what do you mean you know like i i, I was kind of upset with him for you yeah. thinking that of me you know um so uh then he ended up deploying again uh, in 2022 or the end of 2021 on into 2022 um and so this is the end of my uh Bad part of my story. So, uh, what happened? Um, so, he was deployed, and I kind of had this routine um, every day. Uh, my daughter plays volleyball, and where her volleyball club was, it was like thirty minute drive away, and it's all freeway down right by the Strip in Las Vegas. Um, traffic like crazy, you know. So, I would, um, you know, have a drink. And then I would drive and I would drive her down to volleyball and then I would drop her off for her practice for two hours. And then I would, um, in Vegas, I mean, most people think of the strip and all the casinos and everything, but a lot of people don't know outside of the strip. Um, there are, there's a, there's a bar on every corner, um, and there's, there's gambling there too. Mm -hmm. Um, you can just go to the bar and sitting at the bar, there's like little, little, uh, machines. So right. I, um, I, I, that was my routine. I would go in there and I would spend some money and sometimes win money and sometimes lose. But the, the idea there is that, um, you spend money with gambling and you get free drinks and the bartenders want you to keep spending money. And right. so I would get these free drinks. And the next thing I know I'm wasted. And that was my life for, you know, uh, a, a, a like a couple of years. um, and um, so there was nothing out of the ordinary um, on this night. And it was January 7th, of 2022. Um, and so I went, I, I I realized I was late to pick my daughter up from volleyball. I got there to pick her up. She was sitting outside with her coach in the parking lot. So I was super embarrassed. You know, I didn't even want the coach to see me. And, and, and I was drunk. Um, I knew I needed to get home, and um, so I made the drive home, and I I remember specifically like having one eye shut because I thought maybe that would help with the blurry, you know, the double vision. So I'm like driving with one eye, and I put it on cruise control. We made it home safely, Um, but um, that was, again, that was a typical, um, typical night. I went to bed and I woke up the next morning. Um, and I, I remember I was just so done. I was, I was so tired of this being my life. Um, I wasn't even human anymore. I, I was the shell of the woman that God intended to me, intended me to be, um, that I corrupted, you know, I, I was just a shell and, um, So I, I got in the shower and I started thinking, you know, something's got to change. I've got to do something. And while I'm in the shower getting ready um, or, you know, uh, I, this was my uh, spiritual moment. I, I felt and heard God say, this is your last chance. And, um, Oh my gosh. It, it, it was so like, I felt that in my soul, like it scared me um, so much and I believed it. And, um, and I haven't had a drink since now. I haven't just, I, I didn't just quit. You know, I, I, I had to get into a 12 step program and um, you know, I've been in that ever since and I'm a little over 16 months sober now,
0: That's
1: um, great. but Thank awesome. you. Um, But, you know, I, I'm, I'm actively working on myself every day. And uh, it's, it's like I, I said before, you know, I mean, I, I never matured as a sober person. And so now I have to relearn life all over again,
0: relearn how to
1: deal with life all over again. And um I, I couldn't do it on my own, though. I mean, God did for me what I couldn't do for myself because if I, if I could have, if I could have gotten sober on my own, I would have done it a long time ago, you know? And so it was something that I couldn't do on my own. I needed help. I needed spiritual guidance. I needed other, other, you know, people in the same situation. And, um, you know, so, um, so I got sober while Josh was deployed and, um, you know, he came home and, um, it it's just been my life is it's unbelievable now um and and I'm not saying that it it was easy to get where I am today and I still have a long way to go I think I'm I think we'll always be working on ourselves you know mm-hmm. um, I agree and and so you know um I I've just had to learn how to deal with situations without turning to the bottle or turning to drugs and um but my life is so amazing now like i i I feel so free i don't have the weight of life on my shoulders um and um you know i i was thinking and i did a little uh, i did a little bit of reading before um i came on here with you guys and i was thinking what is my favorite bible verse and um so i I looked at the different, um, it's, it's from Jeremiah one, five. Let me see. Jenny, Denise got it. Jeremiah one, five. Um, and, but, but this is the net Bible trans, uh, tr, uh, translation. And I really love this. And it says before I formed you in your mother's womb, I chose you. Mm. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you to be a prophet to the nations. And and I just like man, it hit me so hard when I when I sat down um, before like earlier today um, because that to me gives my life meaning. Um, yes. it Everything I went through um, and and will go through. Um. God already knew. He he knew it before I was even in my mom's belly. You know, he knew everything that I was going to go through. He set me apart. Um, and he, he, you know, and so I believe that, um, we're not meant to do this life alone. Um, I believe that although life is tragic and 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 there are are things not life is tragic there are tragedies that happen in life and and although you know we may make bad decisions um i i know i certainly did (laughs) most of my life um god put us on this earth to to help each other through it to get each other through life and so we're not meant to do this life alone and i believe that God set me apart, meaning my, he knew the, he knew the life I was going to have. And, um, and so, and he knew the choices that I was going to make. And so here I am, um, you know, and, and that's why when my, my mentor tells me, you know, if, if you're gonna, if you, if somebody asks you to tell your story, um, just say yes. And I'm like, Oh, I don't want to, but you know, um, (laughs) so glad you did. (laughs) But you know, I mean, it's um, it's meant to be told, um, because certainly there's somebody out there that um has experienced what I've experienced, and it's it's not all happened for nothing, and you know, so I that is my life is amazing now, and uh, my marriage is amazing. Um, you know, I think I, I I I'm happy. Um, and I just, you know, I love God and I know that he, um, has always been there. Um, he's always been there. I wasn't, I left him. He didn't leave me. Yep. He never left yep. me. And that's the difference that I have today. Um, you know, once I got sober, the hardest part for me was to relearn who God was. Um, because I was, I thought he was this angry God that was going to strike me down at any minute and that I was definitely going to hell. Um, even though I asked Jesus to come into my heart a thousand times, um, and, uh, I had to, to relearn and, and, and know that God is loving and he cares about me and he accepts me and he chose me before I was even in my mother's womb, you know? Um, and so once I was able to, to, to understand that, then I could start to build the relationship that I, that I needed to have with God in order to move forward. Um, So um, it's life is amazing, you know, and um, just have to take it one day at a time and um, sometimes one situation at a time. But um, I feel, I feel very blessed. Oh,
0: that's great. There is a verse about, um, you know, we go through trials and stuff to help others to go through those same trials. Mm -hmm. So by your story, you can reach so many people and help them, you know, just to find meaning and and your story is, it's, it's powerful. So know that you are, you are here for that very purpose. And, and you got two beautiful kiddos. (laughs) I have only met the one. Sam. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's been yeah, it's
0: just amazing to see how God turned that into such a blessing. Like yeah. yeah.
1: Absolutely. And you know, I mean my hope is that um soon my hope is that um you know, and I'm still learning so much um and still learning so much about myself but my hope is that one day I can um, help others that are in the same situation as me, um, or that have had similar, um, you know, alcoholism or, or drug addiction. Um, mm. my, you know, my experience, um, I hope, you know, I can help others too, other women. Um, and you know, well, like I said, though, one day at a time, I can't, like, if I start looking at in the future, I'm like, ah, I'm kind of freak out. But, um, you know, for today, um, I'm just so grateful that you guys had me on and I feel very blessed for, for well, we being able to you tell coming on. Thank you. Yeah. Th-
0: yes. Thanks for coming Thank on. So, so um, all right, I guess I will wrap it up. So thanks for coming on, Lily. You're welcome. Um, always great talking to you. Okay. Bye, Denise. Okay, ta- Bye, Brandy. Bye. Mm-hmm.